Yo, it's your boy Boosie. You listen to Sky's The Limit Radio. Hell, you could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. Entertainment with no ceilings. Fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. Sky's The Limit Radio, baby. Entertainment with no ceilings. Welcome to a different type of show with like-minded individuals that don't always see eye to eye. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Don't nobody understand the words that are coming out of your mouth, man. Free thinkers that stray away from the herd. Real topics, real discussions, with real opinions. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. We might make you laugh, we might blow your mind. To some, this is groundbreaking, but to us, it's just another combo. But hang on, we shouldn't be learning how not to get caught. We have to take responsibility for our actions. What the fuck are you talking about, man? What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Hi C. And this is just another convo. You know what time it is. It's your favorite day of the week. We are coming to you live from the Poor Decisions Cabin. As always, I'm joined by this handsome young man across from me, my boy, Johnny Ibbit Ibbit Christ. It's haunted. I swear that this place has got to be haunted. Listen, it's so funny because they can't hear what we're talking about because the way these microphones are, but I agree. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's just so much uh, that there's so much to get into, but I, I kind of saved something to kind of catch a genuine reaction from you. So I apologize is this, if this comes off as attacking or whatever, but it's all fun. We've known each other for quite a while. Yes, we have. And as we get older and life progresses and people, quote unquote, mature in their old age. I feel like a lot of our childish antics are still the same. And by that, I mean, for those of you who don't know, High C likes to rope me off and get me to post things that are highly appropriate and funny to us, but I know I would catch a whole lot of shit for. Because you're the villain, though. You got to do villain things. I feel like I get that. I feel you. I truly feel you. But on the same token, like, I can't move as fast as I used to. I'm older. Therefore, <laughs> if people want to stab me, I'm not going to be able to get away nearly as quickly. Facts. I'm just, like, I'll trip. I'll trip on purpose. I'll probably trip over while I'm walking. You'd be I like do it all those, the time. You be like one of those white girls running from, <laughs> from Michael Myers. Oh, no. <laughs> ah! Yeah. Um, but this is what you do as friends. My brother Zach does it all the time where he'll send me stuff and he will intentionally say things to get my goat. He'll pull the, you won't post this. You won't say this. Knowing damn good and well that I will on sheer principle. Treat your people better, okay? It's a new year. It's 2023. People are a lot more sensitive. If you don't believe it, they're ultra, ultra extra right now. Probably a lot of your friends are, because they've all shared that stupid mugshot of Donald Trump. Y'all are way extra. Way extra on that. My, my boy is just chilling. I feel like I feel like how people might have felt when like OJ got off. Like, yeah, Jews, run, Jews, run. He got off. Uh, who said it? Chris Rock said, every day I look in the mailbox for my OJ prize, nothing. Listen, it's one of those things where no matter what, there's going to be haters, there's going to be lovers of the situation. It just is what it is. But my question to all of the people listening is, if you're sharing it because you're all happy, that's fine. But the minute somebody disagrees with you and comments, then why are they the big extra one? Why are they the ones sucking off the grand scheme of things? No, that's... It's just not true. And maybe that's a question that we'll get an answer to one day, but I feel like people are ultra extra about this because we're going to have a presidential candidate who's essentially going to be locked up. But I don't don't think he will. Oh, you're crazy as hell. Uh, Listen. Georgia's got his ass hemmed up. Georgia's invoking the RICO Act, for God's sakes. That's fine. Guess what? Guess who else they invoked the RICO Act on? Gunna. Guess who Trump just hired? Gunna's lawyer. Guess where my boy Gunna is? 
He ain't locked up. They let him out. Locked up. This is like the equivalent of when OJ hired Johnny Cochran. Yes, I said it. Johnny Cochran? <laughs> Dude, he hired one of the best, baddest lawyers in Atlanta. Literally just got another high-profile person out for stuff that are probably equally, if not worse, than what Trump's being accused of because it's okay. all like drug-related and gang-related stuff as far as the RICO That's what the RICO Act is basically invoked for. The RICO Act was never designed for this, and this is where I think... Fannie Willis is going to really have her hands full because this whole RICO act was designed for mob like people. Yeah. It's basically saying that you don't have to have direct knowledge. If we were under the high C criminal enterprise and I did something, could that be LLC? Probably, okay. probably could. Um, but I heard they don't, they don't, they don't hit you as hard if, if you pay taxes. So that's a fair <laughs> point. I'm going to have to figure that one out. Yeah. But the RICO Act basically is saying because they know that you're the top dog of this criminal empire and because I am part of said empire, you don't have to have direct firsthand knowledge of the act. You don't even have to tell me to do it. But under the RICO Act, you could still be charged. The idea of it is to get a lot of the lower level people that are hoping to increase their stock in the world, in with the head person, and essentially... Eh, it's it's Henry II with Thomas Beckett, basically. For those of you who are literal scholar, scholars, and I know not a lot of you are. No, they're not. But there was a passage in that book, and this is where the saying, will no one rid me of this meddlesome priest? And lo and behold, somebody trying to improve their stock within the organization gets rid of the priest. That's basically what it is, and the hopes is, is that they can take these lower people and flip them against the top person. I just don't know how solid their case is against Trump. Uh, the more and more I listen to it, the more and more I try to understand it, the more and more I'm just like, <laughs> man, they're literally trying to just throw anything at the wall and hope it sticks right now. Man's got 91 counts against him right now. 91. That's a lot. That's insane. That's almost as many baby mamas as old dirty bastard had, allegedly. Maybe I just want your money. That's like how Don't many baby worry. mamas Nick Cannon has. That there you go. That's a more updated uh, reference for people because I don't think go. not everybody knows who ODB is. If you don't, shame on you. <laughs> I got no problem with you not fucking me, <laughs> <laughs> baby. I got your money. Yeah, that is essentially what you're dealing. You're dealing with a whole lot that's coming down on one person, and I don't know if. His moniker of Teflon Don, something's bound to stick. I, I just don't think they're going to get the outcome they're looking for. And when it comes down to it, Trump got money. When those got, when people got money, they get the lawyers. And when they, when you get the top notch lawyers, it's like when there's a will, there's a way. It's like we said, what was it like two three shows ago? If they really had something on the man, why not just charge him with conspiracy to commit a crime? Yeah. In D.C., why not charge him with conspiracy to incite an insurrection or inciting an insurrection? Those are all federal crimes, but they're not. And they're trying to take the same legal premise that would apply to these charges and blanket them over the new charges. And I think it's going to backfire. But Florida's got the most teeth in it. Georgia's the better one as far as legal ramifications, because if he gets charged and then he ends up becoming president, he can't pardon himself and the governor can't pardon him because it's not a federal thing. Now, that's yeah. probably where they're going to go with it. They'll probably petition or appeal to have the Georgia case be tried under a federal law. And so that could that could smell breathing apparatus for Trump. But right now. Think of how much money he's going to make. And this is what I don't think like everybody truly understands. Trump knew exactly what he was doing. He's got a team of people. You mean to tell me on his way to Fulton County, he didn't have a little powwow with his team and say, okay, how should I pose for it? He didn't look scared. He didn't look confused. He didn't look scared and confused. He called Gary for sure. He had to have. But that's a man who looks like F you. I'm coming for you. Yeah. Well, here's the crazy thing. 
people out there, no matter what you're into, if it's the Democratic Party, the Republican Party. Your I like my girls BBW. That's what I'm into. If, if you're uh, libertarian, <laughs> all that stuff. One thing everybody commonly slightly agrees on is that we need term limits on these old people that are in the, the House and the Senate. Well, Trump, that's a secondary issue, but yeah. Trump could literally, with, what's he, with what he has going on, could get a team of people to point the finger at all those people in there, and everybody could get removed, and we could start fresh. That's really what needs to happen. Ah, Convention of States. That's almost like the grand reset button. Like, literally, except, li- literally except for, like, going back to, like, the George Washington age, where there is no emails and different things like that, but I'm sure there were some... You know, secret meetings and different like stuff like that going on. To quote Ben Shapiro, uh, Ben Washington's uh, George Washington. Sorry, uh, George Washington's relatively clean. <laughs> yeah, according to uh, <laughs> Ben Shapiro. Yeah, facts. So I mean, <laughs> literally any politician on any level, no matter if it's state, a national level, if you're in D.C., if you were a vice president, a president. A treasurer, almost any of them people have some kind of dirt on them. I'm sure, oh, like, sure. I mean, there may be like a ten. We'll go, we'll go twenty percent people that are clean, but I mean, they probably treat it like the military, the don't ask, don't tell policy. They, they, I'm sure that's exactly what's going on. But if if you lead, want me to believe that there's not those secret meetings going on, I mean, have you seen the movie Shooter with with Mark Wahlberg, and he was doing those. Hmm. It's it's a movie. He's a sniper. He literally got sent in on this mission in the beginning of the movie. It was like one of those like off the book type missions and stuff like that. If right. you're telling me stuff like that doesn't go on with you know higher up senators and stuff to make things happen in this world, sure. Well, like you got to be kidding me. They, I mean they, that's a fair point. I, I feel like they put that stuff out so that way when we do find out about it, it's like oh well you know we watched Mission Impossible. We've seen this movie. We've seen that movie. Like ah ha ha ha. But it, it's real. Like they, they put that in movies so that way when it happens, we're not so shocked. There's not the shock value behind it. Anything you put on Donald Trump right now, you could probably put on 80% of anybody to do with politics in the United States of America. You think so? Oh, I'm sure. Everybody's got some demons in their closet. Uh, I mean, you're damn. a villain. You should know that. Uh, yeah, but I kind of wear mine out in the open just because I don't care. All right. And uh, I'm a. I don't want to say I'm a salty villain because that moniker is definitely still intact with that gentleman. But I I mean, I just got to put it out there because I don't care. I'm looking up right now because like it's so funny that you say it, but there was a senator, I believe, in North Carolina who went on the news for days talking about how other people in like Congress or something of that nature was inviting him to sex orgies. And I, and that's what made me think of it because you're like, everybody got dirt on them. And I'm like, oh no. Uh, Madison Cawthorn. That's who it is. Uh, that poor child. He's such a young kid. He is uber fucking young. He's 28 years old. So you're telling me if a senator invited you to a sex party, you wouldn't go? With all those old people? Ew, gross. What's the matter with you? Listen, they, they, got, they got the money. Everybody there ain't old. I guarantee you with some young thotties walking around there. There ain't no young thotties walking around the geriatric home of the elderly. Hey, listen. I know you got Snapchat. I know you got Instagram. I know you follow some hot chicks that you've probably seen posted up on some yacht that they don't own, but you don't see the person behind the camera that's driving said yacht, and it ain't no freaking 28-year-old stud-looking dude. It's some... Old guy with a belly hanging over his speedo with a little captain hat on with them hot chicks on that boat. No, uh-uh, no, 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 You've no. You've seen the meme. These are the guys that own the boat that you see all the girls on. It's like the group of guys. Some of them look a little Italian with the little gray, you know, chest hair going on with the fat Cuban link chain with a little anchor on it. All I'm thinking about. Is how nasty it would be to be stuck in a room with people like Nancy Pelosi and Diane Feinstein. No, gross. You're not. Watching, you're not watching them get down. But they're the ones who are attending. All the young thoughts that you're talking about, all the young OnlyFans and the chat snap models and all that other nonsense, they're not attending orgies with old folks. 
These are old folks getting down with old folks, and they want a piece of the young meat, and I don't want to give it. <laughs> I think, now means now. I, I I think you will do something strange for some change. I mean, how much change are we talking? They they rich, they senators. That's right. They they did all that insider trading nonsense for good reasons. Facts. But still, Pelosi, you gross. It's like looking at a Sharpay puppy. Ugh. Right, thank you. <laughs> point taken, point taken. <laughs> but this whole Donald Trump situation is is kind of crazy. It's going to be interesting how it plays out. Are we going to have like the first felon president? What he was Should be. And I don't know. It really depends because essentially if you get hemmed up with all of it, you're you're looking at like 40 to 75 years total and the guy's already in his 70s you you know what's ironic is that he's in this trouble he, that he got himself in it to be fair it's it's election time again and mm. something election. that and something that went down when he was president the first time oh yeah is coming back around allegedly Oh, well, you must be talking about the infamous... Infamous? The <laughs> yeah. vid. That's right, the uh, corona. And we ain't talking about the Negro Mandelas either, okay? No, we ain't talking about the ones you put a little lime in, none of that stuff. We talking about COVID-19. <laughs> it was reported a couple of days ago on Face the Nation, which is a CNN contributing show. Their lead doctor who they consult... A whole bunch. I don't have the name right in front of me, but this man is a board member of Pfizer. Pfizer, as everybody knows, was a COVID vaccine provider with Moderna. And they also do they make Viagra. Oh, well, right. So he spoke about a new strand of the coronavirus. It's like Wolverine, Mutant, X-Men, X, I don't know. So it's like got Animanium in it? Yeah, and... They plan on rolling out this new vaccine for the new variant of COVID by mid-September. Well, people aren't waiting for that. They're already re-implementing the mask mandate. This comes courtesy of Deadline.com. Hollywood Studios brings back mask mandate aimed at the spikes in the COVID-19 cases. Lionsgate gave us Wonderful, awesome movies. For those of you who don't know, Google it. Lionsgate and their Star Summer. Oh, I'm sorry. Mr. McCoy. It doesn't give a first name. That's awkward. Said that employees at its flagship office in Santa Monica will now be required to wear medical graded face coverings such as surgical masks, A or A. KN95 or an N95. This is one of two recent cases of mass mandates being brought back into the fold. The first was about three weeks ago at an Atlanta college. So all I'm going to say is this: when it comes when it comes to the whole mask mandate thing and all that stuff, it's stupid. Good luck. Uh, yes, but that's not that's not the. The whole fun of the matter, because I decided to do a little digging. Why? Okay. Because I am an integritist. I'm a journalist, mm-hmm. and I don't need no damn degree. You kiss my ass twice with that. So I looked at these vaccines. Okay. This time last year, stock has dropped 11%. They were at a high as as of November 4, 2022, of $47. Now, day one, today, this time, right now, they're at $36.84. Stock has plummeted. So we went to Moderna. Moderna is down 19%. From their last year's stock earnings and Novax, that's the other one, Novax. They are down 74% in stock 
that, from this time last year. That's kind of a funny name for a person for like a company that actually gives you a vaccination. Correct. Nova. Novax. Novax. Um Novavax. So here's here's my my thought process on that. I, I think everybody knows that is gonna be a money grab. Pfizer's down how much percent? They they're whopping down uh I believe I just said twenty twenty three percent. Damn, him's hit him that hard, huh? Yeah, it went from forty seven dollars this time last year to now it is at thirty six dollars. You know they say there's no no uh, no money in the cure, so they got to keep you. Uh, they got to keep you sick, some way or another. Man, and it, this, this is, is crazy. All, well, and this is all part of a greater scheme. In 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 my opinion, if you can't trust the people who are trying to quote unquote keep everybody happy and keep everybody safe because they've got personal financial interest in it, I'm sorry, but you can politely and swiftly piss off. You can't give me the guy who's on the board of directors of Pfizer to come tell everybody about a new COVID variant because your stock numbers are down and that affects your bottom line. I agree. I mean, we all know that we live in Florida, first of all. This was considered a pill mill state for the longest time. They cracked down it after a while. But, I mean, there were some rough years here in Florida in, in, oh. in, as far as pill heads and different things like that go. It's still going on. It's still going on. It, it, it's slightly better than I think what it was before. But oh, okay. even still, sure. you know, a lot of doctors out there writing scripts, trying to, you know, get that money. Get, they get those little, you know. Oh, agreed. 100%. Nice little handshakes, we shall say. And, and. Handshake my nuts. Yeah, the medical game is all about money. They're damn near like politicians themselves. Right. And they all work hand in hand. Them, Big Pharma, or correction, I'm sorry, back on up. The politicians, Big Pharma, all of these, they all work hand in hand. That's just the writing on the wall that people don't talk about because they don't want to talk about it. Because they'd rather be willfully blind than educated and smart and left out in the cold. I mean, I'm definitely down for some $2 a gallon gas, though. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that would be nice. I don't see it happening anytime soon, but you well, never know. If COVID comes back and everybody got to stay in the house, maybe, maybe we'll make a little, uh, save a little in the gas tank there. I, uh, I, I dread to think what would happen if all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, cases are everywhere. Ooh. And wouldn't you know, they're bringing this up. Right on the outskirts of summer, because summer's coming to an end. You wouldn't think so here in Florida, but it is. And what does that mean? Fall and winter are coming, and sickness goes through the roof during fall and summer. And, yeah, it's it's just not a good thing. Because what do they think is going to happen? When it turns cold, people's immune system crash, and it goes to shit. Yeah, we're going to get sick again. It happens every year. That's why it's called the flu season. But it's definitely, I don't think it's going to be another COVID uh, craziness or nothing like that. Hopefully, it doesn't get blown out of proportion. Right. But I do got some news for you, Johnny. Uh oh. I did not save money by switching to Geico. Fair enough. But there is a male species. Male species. Who's a little bit richer as of today, and he took a big fat W. For all the men out there. Uh, but what the hell happened? Well, Halle Berry's divorce has been officially finalized, and she will have to pay her ex-husband, Oliver Martinez, 8000 per month in child support and give him 4.3% of any income she receives above $2 million. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, ladies. It ain't always about you now, now is it? A guy finally won... In that battle, he if I can preface Holly um, Berry got got Kevin Federline. No, because when you look at the comparison notes, I know it's unpopular, but hell, it gets done to us all the time. So what's one? Take that, flip it and reverse it. And that man would be easily be paying 10 or more. Probably. But because it's Halle Berry, which I get it. One, how the hell do you let a Halle Berry slip through your fingertips? I'd have been like, oh, bitch, fine. 
Just keep putting it on me. I'll do what you want. I don't give a damn. Maybe I'll, she wasn't putting it on him. Oh, no. Does Halle Berry look like somebody who doesn't go down on a man? I feel like Halle Berry's a freak. I feel like if you got to go to court, something's up. I feel like if it, you I, don't go down on a man like <laughs> that, you're like a personal defect. I think if she didn't go down on him, she'd probably be paying like 12000 a month. <laughs> I feel like that's pain and suffering added on. Well, sure. And we'll pose this open question to people to see if they pick up on it. Is a woman who doesn't go down on a man, are they technically a defect of humanity? Comment below. Let me know what you think. Man. Oh, man. But the same thing can be said about guys. Guys, I, if you don't go down on your girl, are you, I, I'll go on record and say, yeah, you're probably a defect of humanity. If you don't go down on your significant other. Like, what's the matter with you? Return to sender posts prepaid, bitch. <laughs> I would love to do that one time. Matter of fact, I think if a girl doesn't go down on you. Johnny, what are you doing, baby? I'm looking for something. Well, what are you looking at? I'm looking for my return to sender package. You're going back, woman. Like, if a girl doesn't go down on you, we should have the right to go slap their mom. Just like Jesus Christ. If a guy doesn't go down on a girl, she should have the right to go slap his dad. Like, you raised a horrible son. Assuming your daddy's still around. Shots fired. (laughs) Or he came back from the grocery store. And I'm just joking. Oh, he'll be right back. He had to go get some Bisqueen and some freaking milk. <laughs> that milk must be spoiled by now. Oh, yeah. And that man must have went over to Home Depot for that Bisqueen. But, yeah, man, that, that that's a that's a slight W for the guys. You, slight W. You, you very rarely hear about somebody getting 8K in child support. That's true. As a man from, from a female. So, golf clap. Golf clap. Shout out to the movie Men at Work with Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. Hey, that's a good movie. I like that. It is. But we're going to take a quick break. Come back. We got much to do and uh, less time to do it in. You're listening to the Sky's Limit Radio. What up, what up, baby? You already know what time it is. It's me, Webber, the Sweet Jones Jr. And the Sky's the Limit. Straight up, and it ain't no limit. Leader. Entertainment with no Welcome back to Just Another Convo. I'm your boy, High C. I'm joined with Johnny Christ. And I got a story for you, Johnny. You remember a group by the name of Fugees? I do remember the group called the Fugees. They, re- they, they were pretty badass. Do you remember Miss Lauren Hill? I do remember Lauren Hill. S- Sister Act? One and two, I believe. She was in Sister Act? She was in Sister Act, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, she, huh. she was in Sister Act. The more you know. That's but, part of Whoopi Goldberg's best work, unlike today where she's on The View. The Lauren Hill announces a U.S. The Miseducation of Lauren Hill anniversary tour with the Fugees. Oh, snap. We're going. Lauren Hill has announced her North American tour celebrating the 25-year anniversary of her debut album, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. I love that album. It was a great album. It was. It really was. That thing, that thing. That that was on the damn radio like a billion times. Oh God, yes. She probably she, she probably made like a hundred million dollars off of that just one song. Highly underrated. <laughs> the, the, she is a, is a great MC and a great singer. Um, even Johnny Key will tell you that. The former Fuji's member will be performing her 1998 Grammy Award winning album on a 12 run tour across America this autumn. Stops include Minneapolis, New Newark, Newark. Newark, that's in New Jersey. Brooklyn. Where Brooklyn at? Brooklyn Zoo. Washington. Philadelphia. State or uh, city? Um, I don't know. Hmm. I'm guessing city since most of these are cities. D.C. It says Toronto. Oh. Chicago. Okay. Fort Worth. Fort Worth, Texas. Denver. Los Angeles. Oakland. And Seattle. Now, KC to Alabama, LA. If you are trying to attend this, I'm telling you go catch the one in Denver because it's probably going to be a Red Rocks. Oh, that's a that's a goal of mine, man. Like I want to go see a show at Red Rocks. Everybody I've heard this that I've talked to that has went to a show in the Red and Red Rocks, they said it is amazing. Um, so that that would probably be my choice if I, jealous. if if I went to one and she was performing there. 
Um, Hill will be co-headlining the tour with the Fugees. And uh, if you have a city card, you guys will have early access to pre-sale tickets. And they already went on sale on the 23rd. Um, I'm sure there's probably still tickets available. Possibly. That that was a great, 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 great album. It really was. She did win a Grammy because of it. Wasn't she like the first in like a long time? She was like there were there was something special about her Grammy. May have been. Um, I know the, I know the Fuji's the score album was was uh, it, it's it's a timeless classic. You have to put it up there against of some of the best albums of all time. That that one had so many just bangers on it. That album alone, that's really what blew her up, and you know allowed her to go on to her little solo career, amongst other things like Sister Act and different things like that. I was close. Okay, she was the first. Well, stop, reverse, back it on up. She was the first woman to win five or more Grammy awards in a single night. Wow. Good for her. 1998. She took home five. What were the Grammys, as it say? Uh, Probably female album. Hip-hop album of the year. Uh, let me see. I was not expecting a follow-up question, so that's my apologies for not being. Yep, she won. She won single of the year. Album of the year. And... Yeah, no, I don't know that. Okay. <laughs> but a year before, she performed No Woman, No Cry with the Whalers. So that was pretty cool. So in 97. A lot of uh, great things from Miss Lauren Hill. She's definitely had a, a pretty good career. I would have liked it if she wouldn't have retired. I, I would have liked to see you know more albums from her, see what she could have, have done musically. Yeah, but they usually have their reasoning. As to why that they didn't. Same with uh, Tracy Chapman. When Tracy Chapman, like she put out the one and done. Yeah. Or maybe she put out two. She might have put out a couple. I mean, she's she's now officially the first black female songwriter in country music. That's right. Put that in your pipe, woke society. And she publicly endorses Luke Combs for that. So, I mean, I think that was that was a great thing just all the way around. But going back to Lauren Hill... She came around at a time where there really wasn't anybody like her. And that's what makes like Lauren Hill, I think, extremely unique and extremely valuable. Like she knew what time it was. Cause uh, wasn't a Wyclef John in the damn Fuji's? Yep, he was like the producer. He was the main producer. And all I can remember from Wyclef is that damn song. Like his big song that you heard all the time. Oh, the uh just cause she danced go go? Yeah. <laughs> that that was on his own. That was when he did the solo stuff, right? But yeah, that's funny. That, that <laughs> that's throwback right there. That was a pretty good song too. I've actually seen Wyclef perform, and if you guys, I'm telling you, he's if, really good. If, live. if you're gonna be near a city that one of these shows is going on, or you have some vacation time coming up and you want to go visit a city just for this specific event, go because I have seen Wyclef uh, perform great great show he really puts on a great show so i expect nothing less from him and lauren hill um i don't know Proz has got some trouble though so i don't even know if Proz will be there i wonder if it'll just oh, be him and lauren hill i don't think thinking on. about it like what the hell did he do some kind of crazy stuff i forget what it was i, I don't even want to get into that right now i'm not even trying to look it up because i've had a long week i've been working like <laughs> a dog which is weird i don't even know why they call it working like a dog because my dogs are lazy as hell they piss shit drink water <laughs> And just look at you ugly and crop dust you. That doesn't seem like hard work at all. Crop dusting? Yeah, they crop, they crop dusted you. They crop dust us all the time. Them SBDs, them Sana Medellis. All of a sudden, you just sit there, you get smacked with a stank-ass odor. You look down the dog and look at you like, what? You know what you did? You know what you did? That was probably your brother who did it and tried to bond it off on the dogs. Eric would never. <laughs> Smokey would totally. He probably would. <laughs> but th that's a great music topic. And, you know, in the scheme of things, we have been trying to incorporate some music stuff on here because people really just love it. And, and we're music lovers ourselves. I know you got another one of those righteous, or maybe not so righteous, 
Rolling Stone list. We already had one with singers of all time, like, and it was like the R&B or whatever, or pop, whatever it was. It was like just singers in general. Yeah, we didn't cover that one. But this week, Rolling's, uh, actually, no, not Rolling Stone, Billboard. Billboard. Billboard put out a list, their list of the 50 greatest rock lead singers of all time. This is something that is extremely passionate to me. Rolling Stone is a freaking joke. And Billboard isn't too far behind. And that's super weird because when I try to be a badass on Facebook, I've got to out myself. When I try to be a badass on Facebook, I gave credit to this crap to uh, Rolling Stone instead of Billboard. Wow. Big embarrassment on me. Big embarrassment on me. I thought the list was going to be good because number 50 coming straight out of the gate is Zach Delaroche from Rage Against the Machine. So I thought, oh, awesome. This is great. We're going to get some real bangers in here. And they go through like, you know, like Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters and uh, Corey Glover from Living Color. But then they put all these people that nobody in the world has ever heard of. I've never, I've never heard of half of these freaking people. And I don't think anybody who has like Brittany Howard from Alabama Shakes. That's a real thing. I didn't, I didn't even know. What century was that from? I have no clue, but it looks modern. But they got like Liam Gallagher from Oasis. The guy from what's System wrong of the with Down. Oasis? Nothing wrong with that. I love that. Okay, <laughs> Courtney Love. <laughs> That's funny. How, I'm sorry. How is Courtney Love ranked higher than, than than your boy Zach? I can't believe that people like Paul McCartney from the Beatles, the legendary Beatles, is at number thirty nine. Wow, that's a slap in the face. Iggy Pop beat him out with thirty eight, which that's insane. Gwen Stefani was just below them at thirty seven. Could not, cannot believe it. But as I'm scrolling through, all right, here, I'm here's the real right mind. Here's a real mind fuck for everyone. Pardon my language. But out of the top 50 greatest rock lead singers, what number would you think Chester Bennington from Linkin Park is? I want to say at least top 30. Well, you would be wrong. 34. Wow. He was beat out by people like Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, Anthony Kiedis, is, he's a good singer, though. He really is. He, I don't ever want to feel. Uh, okay. I mean, he had some bangers, bro. He kind of sings in like this. He kind of does sing in the same tone all the time, though. Where Tom I, York. He's you know Tom, what? Tom York from Radiohead was under the top 30. Janice Joplin. Radiohead, like I'm a creep? Yes. Dude should be like top 15 easy. You're crazy as hell. Why? Because that's all they have. Like you you have to be a real fan of Radiohead to know anything beyond creep. I like Radiohead and I can't think anything off the top of my head of, of Radiohead other than creep. But the range that he has is so magnificent. Oh, Janis Joplin, twenty-five. That's insane. A pioneer of women's of women's rock. Who the hell is Karen O? Karen O. I don't want any part of that. <laughs> Maybe you do. Let's look her up. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Vedder, and the O stands for OnlyFans. <laughs> uh, Eddie Vedder and Jim Morrison didn't even break the top twenty. Eddie Vedder, um, I'm a little like, uh, he is. Don't get me wrong. It does take a lot of talent to to do what he does. But I feel like a lot of it was heroin induced. That's why it sounds like, like I don't care what nobody says. Eddie Vedder invented mumble rap. <laughs> Freezing. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> he was the first mumble rapper. Somebody who also came out in the same time as him. What number would you think Chris Cornell from Soundgarden? What, Black Hole Sun? My man, Black Hole Sun. Quite arguably the greatest vocalist 
in the last 20 years. I'm glad you said that because I was about to say, ain't no way he better than Freddie Mercury. But uh, he, he this, this is actually a list that I wish we had Johnny Key in studio for right now because he would probably just spit off some crazy facts for us right now. <laughs> that but we I have mean, to go back to that. Chris Cornell is just a musical genius in himself. Correct. I mean, didn't wasn't wasn't uh if i'm not mistaken him and eddie vetter had a group together called temple of the dog correct good for you and i've gone hungry (laughs) i'm wider than you think people (laughs) they actually had two hits they had hunger strike which was that one and then they said uh say hello to heaven it was a really good song listen and God bless the dead, but Chris Cornell was an amazing singer. Agree. He, he was a great singer. And really, when it comes down to lists like this, it really, I think, sometimes just depends on who makes it, whom makes it. Because for all we know, Billboard could have had a group of like 10 people, and it's just like you start giving these guys a range of where you think they fit at, and it just starts coming down to average of, of what Do you this, think this he's gets. above or below Top ten. I'd have to say he 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 can make a strong case to be in the top ten. But based on Billboard's list, do you think he's above or below? Well, based on what you told me so far, he's probably outside the top twenty. Negative. You are incorrect on that. Okay, so he's in the top twenty. You think he's above? Do you think he's above or below fifteen? We'll we'll we'll, we'll go there. I think he's fifteen then. Negative. Seventeen. Correct. Wow. You know who beat him out? Michael Stipe from R.E.M. Chrissy Hines from The Pretenders, which I like The Pretenders. Okay, don't get me wrong. Brass and Pocket, cool, fine, whatever. R.E.M. though. <laughs> there you go. Like R.E.M. Now we're getting though. somewhere. <laughs> like, that's me in the corner. That's, that's me, me in the spotlight. Lo- <sighs> yep, you're going to be losing a lot more than your damn religion. Listen, R.E.M., hmm, how do I say this? You can't. I, I don't dislike R.E.M., but I'm not all, a huge fan of them either. They were kind of like emo music before I feel like emo music was really a thing. Well, they were like... They had I a lot mean, of like down like... No, they had, you know, like end of the world. It's the end of the world. That was, probably like, that was probably one of their few like upbeat songs, but I, they, I feel like they had like a lot of... We will rifle off the top 10 in its entirety... Ten is Axl Rose. Nine is Bono from U2. I knew Bono had to be in the top. I, I think that's overrated. Here comes the real swerve. Number eight, George Clinton of Parliament Funkadelic. What? George Clinton. Seven, Debbie Harry from Blondie. Six, <laughs> David Bryan is, is, from is Talking it, Heads. Isn't Blondie my heart of glass? Yes. <sighs> and call me. Top five is Kurt Cobain. Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin. He sold his soul to the devil. That's why he sings that good. <laughs> Three is Freddie Mercury. And now... Who beat out Freddie Mercury in a rock and roll song list? Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks sounds like a goddamn Billy Goat. And Mick Jagger. Hell no. <laughs> I call Renig. <laughs> he didn't have... I, the, I guess they didn't have the moves like Jagger. Who... who running the votes on this was it, did donald trump have something to do with this oh lord jesus Stop. christ it was rigged it was rigged robert smith from the cure made 11 you're telling robert me- smith from the cure beat out chris cornell roger daltrey from the who which i'm not a huge but like Haley williams from paramore did better than chris cornell kiss my entire ass with that shit it wasn't that that was the that was the one and the, she the, beat out Steven Tyler. She was the one on on the BLB song, right? Airplanes are like yeah, shooting stars. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think she was really that. I, I mean, she's a good singer. Don't get me wrong, but is she better than Steven Tyler and Chris Cordell? Absolutely not. D- no, yeah, no. Steve Aerosmith. Yeah. First of all, she loving made, an elevator. She may have did a song with BLB, but she ain't do no song with Run DMC. <laughs> Heard that? That's tricky. Bam! He and he was. I, and wasn't he on the stage with some Shell to, to Adidas in a little music video with him? 
I think he might have been. I might have to go check that video out now. But I mean, anybody who rocks a microphone like that with bandanas, you don't know if he's a blood. You don't know if he's a crip. He's cool with both of them. So it don't even matter. <laughs> uh, fun fact about that song, Run DMC didn't want to work they with They did Aerosmith. not want to do it. I actually watched the thing with it. Uh, it was it was the uh, Evolution of Hip Hop. They were talking about it. And it. Rick Rubin's the one who made that happen. R- Rick Rubin made them do it. And they were like, look, trust us. Let's do it. And they were like, we never thought we were going to blow up like that. Yeah. I mean, some of those crossover things did wonders. Well, and it wasn't it wasn't that they didn't want to do the song with them. They didn't, well, they didn't want to do the song for one. But, they just wanted to use the beat. Well, what really offended them was the fact that they wanted them to just literally do the song. They didn't want them to write anything to like they wanted to be MCs and write something for the song. And they were literally just using Steven, like it was pretty much like hip hop karaoke. They just hip hop version Steven Tyler's lyrics. So right. that's what they were offended about. That they didn't, you know, that was one of the real things they didn't really want to do it for because it's like, well, we're just singing this other dude's lyrics. Right. And 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 real hip hop, back in the day, hip hop. Ghost Rider, which that basically was, you know, th- that that was really what kind of uh, turned them away to it. And they were, you know, they were like, we did not realize how much money that was going to make us. And we're so glad we did it. But that list is garbage. Anything that Rolling Stone puts out, all the crap that they've put out. These are all a bunch I, of I idiot th- ass people who know nothing. I think clearly I think that Axl Rose is way too high on that list, much like he was on life. In life, I mean. <laughs> don't get me wrong. He was good, sweet child of mine, but I, I don't put him above Chris Cornell. I don't put him up, uh, up over your boy from, from Radiohead. Well, and there's many different ways you can look at it. You can look at it as... And Karma Police is another song. How many, how many hits did like Guns N' Roses have? Like, that they had a few. I don't really know if I would put him above uh, Kurt Cobain. I don't know if I'd put him above Eddie Vedder. The biggest conspiracy that's always gone around since the death of Kurt Cobain is, had he not been shot, would Nirvana have been as big as they are? Don't know that. That's the biggest conspiracy going out. People like him, bands like Sublime, bands like Alice in Chains. Bradley, uh, was it Noel? Bradley Noel? He, He was an amazing singer. He really was. And you just wouldn't be able to tell it because he's singing all the actual reggae songs. Pawn Shop was an actual reggae song that he took and redid and made it popular. But the thing I liked about him is he also incorporated like a little bit of Spanish stuff because he was from Compton and all that stuff. You know, he 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 grew up amongst a you know uh, uh, an eclectic group of people to say the least. A lot of conquistadors probably with he, his. He knew band. a lot of he knew a lot of the essays. He knew essays. a lot of the gangbangers. He knew a lot wow. of the, he knew he knew a lot of people down there in the area. And that man was a living legend at his time. Did and he know Dr. Dre? He might have known Snoop Dogg, too. Oh, all right. All, all the, hey, to be CPT. Honest, CPT. I don't, George Clinton inside the top 10. <laughs> That's the wild Let, one. Let's there. get back to that. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm a Parliament P-Funk fan. P-Funk All-Stars. Let me ride. Like, come on. Bootsy Collins and all them dudes. Uh, they, they're good. But I don't think... It's it's weird. It's, not a rock group. it's weird because it's it's like a they consider him like a funk rock. I, I, it's in the fucking title. I, I get funk adelic. I, I get why, but even some of the people that you've named that were lower than him, the things that they can do vocally compared to George Clinton. I've never seen what George Clinton can do vocally. I've seen what his all stars can do, but him personally. Yeah. He's too busy talking about atomic dog catchers. Atomic dog. So do you do you remember the video game NBA Jams? Yes. Okay, so then there was like NBA Jams tournament edition, the the, the second one where you were able to have like three people on the court instead of the two people. Yeah. So back in the day, you know, we didn't have the Google machine to go on the internet, blah, 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 find out who you got to type in the name for to use. They had special unlocked characters. Yeah, I love that. So so you used to be able to play with uh, the Beastie Boys. So you had Mike D, MCA, Ad Rock. Uh, George Clinton was actually in the game. MCA. And his his name was P Funk. So when you'd be playing with P Funk and he would be getting it, dude. He had like the little crazy, like, remember how he had the dress where they were all colorful and all that stuff way before Shakari Richardson was still doing that stuff oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the track field? But 
it, he was one of my favorite players to play with because he was kind of short. So he's like doing all these little crazy stuff. And all of a sudden, he's just, you know, NBA jams, everybody got crazy like that, verts yeah. anyways. Oh, yeah. So he was one of the, one of the mystery play, people you could play with on. Uh, I loved George Clinton in House Party. It was such a good shit. It was such a good movie. And, and, and side note, I know you brought up Anthony Kiedis, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Flea is actually a baller. He used to play in the MTV Rock and Jock basketball yeah. game back in the day. Well, aside from them being the only band to perform an entire set with just socks on their junk. Yeah. That was on MTV, too, wasn't it? That was at... Um, I, it was on one of the award shows, I believe. I, but yes, correct. You are correct on that. I don't know why I thought it was at Woodstock. I'm surprised. 94. They have, they've never done a Super Bowl, have they? Nope. I'm surprised they haven't been invited because they got some hits. They're not part of the elite. That's why. I'm surprised they didn't get invited to the one out in California with Snoop Dogg and them. They should. They could have definitely did some give it away, give it away, give it away now for that. <laughs> I did, 50 Cent wasn't even from there. He's from New York. New York City. He looked big. He did look a little. Hey, he my, looked wider than all outsides. My boy, my boy making them checks. What's, what's his empire? Is that his thing? I guess. Or power. One of, the, one of them damn TV shows. Power, power. Yeah. Yeah, power. My boy making that money. Or maybe it's Empire. I don't know. Uh, let me know on that. Sorry. Hi C likes to bring up things that he knows I don't know about because I'm ultra white. I don't really know about it either because I've never watched either one of them. Even if anybody wants to ask me, you know, about the life and times of Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, I could probably tell you about it. But. Who I just found out that his daughters were Wilson the, Phillips were, were, were the the girls from uh, Heart. No. No, his his kids are from Wilson Phillips. Well, who who's the other Beach Boy whose whose daughters are from Hart? I I I don't know that. I don't I don't think that that's a thing. I think I thought there were, but they were actually from Wilson Phillips. The the people who had the one song, just hold on for one more day. <laughs> that song comes on in Publix all the time when I'm in there yeah. working. Oh. Brian Brian Wilson for the Beach Boys, like he he wasn't a part of that, and they considered the Beach Boys to be rock, quite possibly one of the most. Ah, you know what? The hell with them. Beach Boys is that like or is that one I do up? No, that's they rock? were the innovators of like California rock. Okay, that's what of, it's called uh, of surf music is what they call it, surf music. But like the stuff that they did, man. Ann Wilson and Nancy Wilson, yeah, they 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 were the Beach Boy daughters. That's what my dad just told me. I feel like Quigley would know. I think he's incorrect on this. You think he might you think it might be Wilson Phillips? I mean, he pops is getting a little old. <laughs> he might he might have got the two mixed up. I was a little surprised myself because because what he what brought it up is. Uh, Ooh, Barracuda came on. You know, pops. He pops. And Barracuda, not to be confused with Cuda Cat. <laughs> not to be confused with Cuda Cat. So we messed around, taught pops how to use YouTube off the little smart TV. Oh lord! So pops be looking up all these old performances. Pops be listening to some Zach Brown band. He 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 likes to watch like the live performances. So just you know how YouTube is, song plays and it just keeps on playing different stuff that you've looked yeah. up or whatever, whatever. So heart comes on like, oh, this is that jam. He starts dropping some knowledge on me, talking about, yeah, those, their their dash from the Beach Boys, la da da da, and and it was ooh Barracuda, and then he proceeded to show me afterwards a video that they did where they performed at the White House when yep. Obama was in office, and they yeah, did for Stairway to Heaven. Yep, they did. It was st- very good. They did Stairway to Heaven, and oh my God, like the dude at the end, I think it might have been. Um, it might have been uh, Robert Plant started wiping his eyes. He had a couple little little tears. Yeah, that's because the drummer of that video was, was J- also the yeah the, was a John Bonham's kid, Jason Bonham. It, he, and Jason John Bonham died, so he was and he wasn't even at the thing. Then he was yeah, on no. the, the father, and, and that's I, I did see that. And, and pops did tell me that that was the 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 original drummer's son that performed. So that probably made it a little bit more special. Oh, I agree. No, he, he Pops is incorrect. I like Pops. Pops is amazing. He's a he is a good souled human, but he is incorrect. Maybe he just thought because of the Wilson last name. Right. Wilson Phillips 
is the daughter of Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys okay. and Marilyn Ravel of the Honeys. Okay. But that's all they had was that one hit. Because, like, um, that was when Carney Wilson was going through, like, people were fat shaming the shit out of yes. Carney Wilson. And she dropped a shit ton of weight and she looks great. And that's horrible because Anna Nancy Wilson from Heart, like, the singer, uh, Ann Wilson, like, she was big too, but nobody said anything. So I didn't really think, like, like that was really fair. One day somebody gonna make you turn around and say goodbye. <laughs> that song comes on all the time when I'm stocking chips. I swear to God, if you follow me, is that in uh? It haunts you. Uh, is that in uh? Who do you need? Who do you love? Oh, when Dur- you come yeah. undone. Yeah, Duran Duran. How are they not on the list? Are they on the list? No, Simon uh, Simon Box not on the list. Wow. Wow. Right. What, what oh man who so so what about Holland Oats? Are they on the list? No. Stevie Wonder no, Stevie Wonder would probably be uh, on a different list. Man, I'm trying to think of some people that uh, I think Stevie Wonder made the top hundred list of uh Rolling Stones. Is Stone. James Hetfield on the list? No. He's not James Hetfield is not on the billboard list. Nope. For rocket singers. Nope. Dancing. No. Rob Zombie. No. What kind of rock list is this? Kid it's, Rock? Is lead singer of his own group? I mean, <laughs> Bob with the ball. He's an MC. Is Beck on there? Uh, Jeff Beck? No. Is the guy from Offspring on there? No. Man, I feel disappointed. You're right. I feel like I don't even know rock and roll no more. But Jerry Garcia is on there from the Grateful Dead. <laughs> is Steve Miller on there? No, he's not. Because he's a part of a group called the Steve Miller Band. That's all right. He's still the lead singer of the band. Gwen Stefani's on there. And she's the reason why people know how to spell banana. I don't even think I can spell banana anymore without doing B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Ozzy's on there. Ozzy, I mean. Steve Perry from Journey's on there. He very well should be on there. Ann Wilson's on there. <laughs> that was the girl from Heart. Correct. Ooh, Barracuda. Barracuda Cat. But that was her sister that played the guitar, though. Correct. Okay. That's they, Nancy they, Wilson. So they are related. He was right about that. But they're... Okay. Yeah. Popsy was wrong. Jim Morrison's on there. That's a good thing. The Doors. He's a good... Hey. <laughs> Jack White from the White Stripes. <laughs> Come on. Seven Nation Army. Get the hell Is out of here. Is Jack Black on there? From Tenacious D now. I mean, eh, yeah, no. He should be. He should be, but he isn't. Youth of the Nation on there? P.O.D.? <laughs> no. I don't think they should be anyways. I was just checking to see if the list was verified. Phil Collins ain't on there. How was Phil Collins? The police? Nope. Sting? No Sting. What about your boy Sledgehammer? Peter Gabriel? Pete, my boy Pete. No, because this is lead singers, not solo acts. Oh, wasn't he in a group, though? He was originally part of Genesis before That's what I Phil Collins took over. That's what I thought. Correct. His parents must have been very religious if his name was really Peter Gabriel. <laughs> I Side think, note. I think that's two in one, but uh, he had a couple hits. Random Sledgehammer, and he had uh, the song from Say Anything. Random Thoughts by Heisty. Is your boy John Popper on the list? <laughs> no. And he's an amazing singer. Was. He really is. He really isn't. Oh, he's, 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 he's not with us anymore? He's been dead. I didn't know that. Yeah, for like 25 years. (laughs) The dude from Blues Traveler. Yes, the runaround. No. Yes. I did not know that. Wow. Damn, I guess I'll never get to see a show. Luke Graham from Foreigners not on there. Dennis DeYoung nor uh, Tommy Shaw is on there. None of them. Man, I do want to do my high seas random question. Fair enough. And it kind of ties into what we're talking about today. That works. Do you think... That Millie Vanilli is mm. pissed that singers are getting paid off of t- lip singers are getting paid off of TikTok right now. <laughs> uh, pr- I mean, if they were around, I'd probably say yeah. Because they got drugged through the mud. One of them is still alive, though, right? The one committed suicide, I believe. I don't think any of them are. Okay, I know. I know the one did commit suicide originally, right afterward. Not like right afterwards, but 
ended up going into depression and a downward spiral. I don't know if the other one is still alive. And I know they caught such a bad rap because of that. And listen, right. I'm not going to front no cap as the children say these days. No cap. I used to jam some Millie and Vanilli. Some girl you know is true. Girl, you know it's true. With a little, ooh, 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 I love you. And, uh, and then blame it on the rain? You are correct. Um, I was I was mistaken. So one of them is still alive. Yep. He's 57. Wow. Four kids. Jesus. Jeez. Pull out game. Not so strong with that one. <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> not even a little bit. Yeah, but uh, Ron Pilatus, uh, Rob Pilatus. He tried to come out and he sang and he and he actually had a voice on him. I don't know what happened with that. Man, there's definitely some people that are missing off that list. Right. <sighs> I do think Millie Vanilla is pretty pissed though. The, the one dude's definitely turning over in his grave, like, are you bullshitting me right now? These motherfuckers are getting paid <laughs> yeah, for like, doing the same seriously. fucking shit we were doing and we got ridiculed for. Thanks a lot, TikTok. You could have came out back in the eighties. Well, to be fair, that they also crucified uh, Je- uh Ashley Simpson. For doing the same shit. Who? Same shit. Jessica Simpson's sister. Who? <laughs> she was on uh, Saturday Night Live. I'm pretty sure. And ended up getting in trouble for lip syncing. I'm pretty sure that they'd be playing one of her songs on the public's radio, too, because I've heard it. And, and it's, it's, it's on the back of my head right now. And the only reason why I know it because I had a Shazam. Like, I thought it was Avril Lavigne, and it wasn't. To play devil's advocate, though, it's, it's a little different artist. Was Avril Lavigne on that list? No. Damn. But, like, Millie Vanilli's entire career was built on a fraud. They didn't even sing the songs. They didn't write them. They didn't produce them. They didn't do anything. It's almost like a similar, I guess. I don't don't want to say almost like because it's a little bit different. But remember CNC Music Factory? Everybody dance now. And they they had the cute girl in the video singing it, but it was really like a fat chick that was singing that part. Oh, why the hell should I be fat? Why can't she be husky, big boned? I mean, she's stout. I, I ain't trying Fluffy. to. I ain't trying to 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 body shame nobody, but she had her, she had her Lizzo going on. Oh no, not Lizzo. God I mean, we could we can't can't we God throw damn it? Can't we throw shade at Lizzo now that she's be throwing shade at her own dancers? Oh, I I'm don't just know. saying, Lizzo maybe. I'm big body my damn self. I can't talk too much. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm a big body Benz around here. A triple B? I guess. My man, the triple B. If I was a BMW, I'd definitely be a seven series. <laughs> if I was a Cadillac, I'd be an Escalade. You'd be a wide series, yes. At least, at least the SRX. <laughs> <laughs> Something. I go to Escalade. I ain't no front wheel drive, bitch. Front wheel drive, bitch. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh my god. We do got some sad news out of the wrestling world, though. Before we before we get out of here, uh, uh, uh first of all. I had to actually watch Roadhouse because of this. Roadhouse. One of the one of the movies. I like Roadhouse. If if you've ever seen Roadhouse, and if you're a wrestling fan whatsoever, probably Mick Foley's truest homies in the wrestling game, Terry Funk, passed away. Well, what if somebody calls my mother a whore? Well, is she? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Yeah, the living legend, the hardcore icon himself, Terry Funk, passed away at the ripe old age of 73. Or I'm sorry, 79. I, I certainly apologize I, for that. I, I could have swore he was like a million years old. He, like I, I'm pretty sure him and Morgan Freeman walked the earth with Jesus in those sandals. It's been, it's been a rough, rough year for wrestling fans. Yep. With losing people like Terry Funk, who's an absolute legend, has done everything you can do in this business, aside from win major championship gold in WWE. He was former NWA world champion. He was territory champion. He was a champion in all Japan and New Japan. He helped get a lot of people who were over in Japan work here in the United States. He helped out so many people. Just a nice, nice gentleman, very nice man in Terry Funk. The king of hardcore for sure. Well, him and McFoley had death Some match crazy after death yes. match. Oh, yeah. 
talking, you know, with fire and all this other crazy Listen, stuff. Listen, Terry Funk may have passed away at 79. I still want to try that man. <laughs> that man's harder than a coffin nail. If that man would have looked at me with, with one of them looks and said something, I'd have been like, yes, sir. And that was his whole deal. It's like he came across as just that crazy motherfucker from I, Texas. I, I still feel like t- if he was alive today, I feel like if if, if I pissed him off, I feel like I feel like he would skin me like a uh, like, <laughs> like he would skin me like a cat. <laughs> Little technical difficulties. We'll have to fix that when we get off the air here in a second. And we did have one more uh, one Before. more loss one more loss in the wrestling world. Oh Jesus! Yeah, uh, Wyndham Rotundo, also known as Bray Wyatt. Oh, that's a rough one because, like, even at my age, like I looked at somebody like a Bray Wyatt, and I, I, I looked up to his creativity. Huge in the horror game, everything about him was just amazing. We never got to see the full vision of him. He was last on Payback, I believe, WWE Payback, where. He was just starting to find his groove back, coming back from injuries, and had to take some more time off. He did, He died due to an unknown illness. There are websites out there saying that he died as a heart condition related to COVID-19. We don't know that. I don't know that to be substantial. People reporting on it, I don't think they know. I think they're just sort of flybyers, and they don't know. But the wrestling world has lost two absolute phenomenal athletes, talents minds for the game in terry funk and bray wyatt bray wyatt definitely affects me a lot more than terry funk because i love me some bray wyatt shout out to his sister micah just and the rest of the family just a sad sad loss for for the wrestling world as a whole and uh you know thoughts and prayers out to the family and we're gonna go ahead and get off uh, air on on that note. So yeah, we- because I broke the damn microphone. Because <laughs> you kept pulling on it. But anyways, any final shout outs? Yeah, shout out to the people who make industrial clips to where the microphones won't move. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> With that being said, I'm your boy High C for Johnny Christ. This is just another combo. Peace out.